Evening, everybody. Um, yes, my name is Brent. I'm the pastor here at Outlook. Thanks so much for being with us uh, for the night before Christmas. And also, thanks for the team who put this together. Um, yeah, let's have a round of applause. It was a, it was a, a lot of work uh, that I'm glad I didn't have to do, so it's good. Uh, it has been a lovely evening. I've been given a short time, uh, and I will try and be as short as possible, to talk about why we celebrate this event uh, in the Christian church. And I want to do so by briefly reflecting on that carol that we just sung, The First Noel. It's a pretty well-known carol. I think it's a well-loved carol. But if we're being honest, it's maybe a little bit confusing. What is a Noel when it's at home anyway? Well, I asked Google, and Google knows everything, and so I was informed that Noel is a French word meaning Christmas. And so when we sing uh, the first Noel, we're singing about the first Christmas. But it's also interesting to note that it stems from a Latin word which relates to birthday or to birth. And so we, when we sing that carol, we sing both about the first Christmas and, in a sense, also about the first birth. Now, obviously, uh, there's obvious reasons to celebrate Christmas, I think. Christmas is a wonderful occasion. Uh, even if you're not a Christian, in our culture, Christian, uh, Christmas is a wonderful time. But as I was thinking about this celebration, I was thinking and I was struck by this concept of the first birth. Because you see, for Christians, we believe that Jesus, the birth of Jesus signified the start of something entirely and wonderfully new. A birth like no, more, uh, no birth before it. And this is the reason why we celebrate Christmas as Christians. Let's reflect on some of those words that were in that carol. And I'm not going to sing them. It says, in fields where they lay... Yeah, maybe I should bust. Whoever can put up the... No. Uh, in fields where they lay, keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. And then further along in the song, it says, they looked up and saw a star shining in the east beyond them far. And to the earth it gave great light... And so it continued both day and night. Now, as I read those words, I'm reminded of something uh, that's in the Bible, in a book that we call John, the Gospel of John, the fourth book in the New Testament. It says in John 1, 1 to 5, In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was, was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Now, the Gospel of John is probably not the book I would go to if I was talking to people who aren't readers of the Bible, because quite often it uses language that's quite confusing. But if we focus in on verses 4 to 5 in particular, it says, The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. And then the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Now, even if you're not someone who reads the Bible, um, you may already have this sense, but I'll, just to be clear, the Word we're speaking about here in John is Jesus. So that's why it's in, it has a capital W. It's another word, another name that the Bible uses for Jesus. Jesus is known as the Word. And we see here that Jesus gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. And so when we celebrate the first Noel, the first Christmas, we also celebrate the first birth. 
Now, while this passage in the Bible tells us that Jesus always existed, he was there with God in the beginning, it says, at Christmas, we celebrate the fact that Jesus was born in a new way, into human form, and his birth was unlike any birth before it or after it, because in his birth, Jesus brought light to everyone. If we look again at the lyrics of that carol, we see that on a cold winter's night that was so deep, a star came and gave a great light, and it continued to give light both day and night. Now, I'm not sure whether the original author of this uh, particular song had this in mind or not, but I think it's a beautiful image of what Jesus means to us at Christmas and as Christians when we celebrate this event. You see, all around us is darkness. And I think this is pretty obvious, perhaps, in a year like 2020 in particular. Never in my life has there been an event that has so clearly demonstrated that the world we live in is fundamentally broken. There's just something really, really wrong with it. And maybe you know, you know what I mean when I say that. You can't maybe put words to it. But you have a sense that the world is broken and that somehow this is not the way it was supposed to be. Well, the Bible tells us that in the beginning, the world was not like this. It was created by God and it was perfect. But human beings have damaged the world through acts of selfishness and hatred and pride, all manner of things that the Bible calls sin. The world is fundamentally broken because people are fundamentally broken. And maybe you have that sense as well. Maybe you can understand that, um, that no matter how hard we try, we still seem to miss the mark. We still have hate and we still have judgment and envy and guilt that we simply can't shake. In a sense, you might say that we are in darkness. Everything, everyone is broken, and there just doesn't seem to be any way out of the darkness. And the Bible tells us that because of our sin, because of our brokenness, we die. Now, obviously, we all die physically, uh, eventually, but the Bible means that it means more than that. It means also that we die spiritually. We spend our lives in utter spiritual darkness, in spiritual deadness. But then Jesus was born. And it tell, the Bible tells us that Jesus brought light to everyone. It says that his light shone in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. And so just like that star in the east, which breaks into the darkness and which leads the shepherds, uh, Jesus breaks into the darkness and the brokenness of our world. And so a great light was born, a light that darkness cannot overcome. And so Jesus was born to shine light into darkness and replace brokenness with wholeness. I said before that the Bible tells us that people have sinned and continue to sin. We all miss the mark. Uh, we all live a life that we, we, none of us can manage to live life the way it was supposed to be lived. And because of that, we're destined for death, physical and spiritual death. But the message of the Christian faith, the good news that we celebrate the birth of today, is that God so loved this world, God so loved us, even in our brokenness, that he sent his son, Jesus the birth of whom we celebrate today at Christmas or tomorrow at Christmas, to live a life of total wholeness that none of us were able to live and to die on a cross for us. 
Now, you might have heard Christians saying that before, that Jesus died on the cross for us, and it no doubt sounds a little bit bizarre. What does that mean, Jesus died for us? Well, the Bible tells us that Jesus died the death, Jesus died in our place or as our substitute. And so you might say that he died the death that we all deserve, the physical, spiritual death that we are all destined for. And in return, he offers us uh, his life of wholeness and rightness if we will trust in him. And so what does that mean, to trust in Jesus? Well, it means to trust that his death paid the cost for our brokenness, for our sinfulness, that he died the death we all deserve on our behalf. And in return, we receive Jesus' life. You see, Jesus lived the life that we could not live and died the death that we all deserve so that we might have life and life as it always was meant to be. So that we might come alive again spiritually and so that we might live eternally even after we die physically. Now, I'm aware of the fact that all of this probably sounds like Christian-y kind of mumbo-jumbo, uh, and I'm not sure that I can make it less Christian-y mumbo-jumbo in such a short time, but I just want to leave you with a thought and a challenge. And so first, a thought. As we celebrate the first Noel, the first Christmas, when Jesus was born, we celebrate the fact that Jesus, just like a star, was born and shines light into utter darkness. He shines light into all our despair and our brokenness. Jesus shines light and love and hope into all of that. At Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus who lived the life we couldn't live, who died the death that we all deserve, offering forgiveness and life as it was always meant to be, offering us a chance to be made right and whole again before God who created us. And a challenge, if, it does, if this does sound like Christian-y mumbo-jumbo to you, uh, but maybe some of it has hit home, maybe you have a sense that the world around us is indeed broken or that you are similarly broken, take time this Christmas to read about Jesus in a little process that we call Discovering Jesus. I had a card, but then I had a screaming baby. Um, we have some cards up the back there uh, that will explain to you how to read the Bible, uh, and then it'll take you on a short journey through some key moments uh, that we think sum up who Jesus is and what he's about. And so if you're interested, you can grab one of those cards. Now, the process is ideally done with somebody else. Um, and so if you have a friend, a Christian friend, you could ask them to go through it with you, and they have to because that's the rules of the Christian world. But even if you don't have a Christian friend, maybe you have a non-Christian friend who's willing to read the Bible with you, uh, just get them involved. That's fine. There's just real value in being able to kind of converse with somebody as you go through these verses and as you go through this content. And so if you want, grab one of those cards. And we also have Bibles available at the back. And we would love for you to take one of them if you don't have a Bible. And so this Christmas, take time to ask yourself why this first Christmas is so important and why Christians still today celebrate this event. If you take up that challenge that I mentioned uh, and if you find that you have questions as you read, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can message us on social media, you can send us an email or you can just rock up on a Sunday. We meet here uh, every Sunday from 9.30 and we would love if you would join us. I'd like to pray if that's okay, uh, if you could join with me. Uh, if you are not someone who believes in prayer yourself, that's okay. Maybe you can just kind of bow your head uh, in honour of the moment. But I'd love if we could join together and pray together. Let's pray.
Oh, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this celebration of Christmas. As we come on the night before Christmas, Lord, we just stand in awe of what you did. We celebrate not just the first Christmas, but the first birth, the birth of light and love, Jesus in human form. Lord, we celebrate, we thank you that you loved us so much that you came to earth and died for us. God, I pray for those of us who are Christians, remind us afresh of this wonderful event, this wonderful story of light coming into the darkness. God, if we are not believers here today, I pray that you would be speaking into our hearts, Lord. I pray that you would be making yourself real. By your spirit, Lord, be speaking to hearts and minds. Lord, might we honour you this Christmas. Might we glorify you this Christmas. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless and Merry Christmas, everybody.